Yeah, you know, it's funny. I um, I I still have so many people ask me about you because I really I wrote about you and and that book that a lot of people read. Yeah, I've re- and, I read that. <laughs> and um, I mean, they they it's a they always ask a very expansive question like, "How is Colleen?" And I, I don't I never know how to answer that. So so. I guess maybe I could start by asking you, like, like how is how is how should I respond to that question? Or if someone's wondering that right now and they read everything that remains. Um, well, I'll tell you that actually somebody came through my line once when I was working at Trader Joe's with your book, like in hand. <laughs> and I was like, I'm Colleen. <laughs> <laughs> and they were like, did, did you what? say spoiler alert? <laughs> no, I think I might have asked them like what chapter they were on. But I was like, I'm Colleen. And they were just like dazed, you know, it was like a, like I had like a brush with like fame or something. So, um, so yeah, I mean, I guess you can just say she's well, <laughs> I don't know, like, um, I don't know, I think good, but yeah, it is, it is, um, funny that people still ask about me. I didn't ever expect that. No, neither did I. I remember when I, when I went out on the road with that book in like 2014 and we did 119 cities and and as people had a chance to read it, they were that was like one of the big questions. Like after the events we would do. Well, it was kind hey, of a t- cliffhanger. T- it was kind of a cliffhanger, just saying. We, the whole book was was meant to be a cliffhanger. Um, but yeah, I mean, they would ask and, and sometimes not so kind ways. Like, hey, what happened to that relationship you really fucked up? Oh, boy. And <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's uh, uh, next question. Um, but hey, the the. The reason I wanted to talk to you today was um, uh, your art. Well, art, but your art in particular. Okay. It, it feels to me like like your collages have been um, preemptively cataloging what's going on right now for the last yeah. twenty five hundred days. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it was. It, it's almost as as though you were you were uh, inadvertently predicting um, a pandemic. Um, I don't know. There's something weird. Uh, I don't mean weird in a bad way. I've actually heard you describe your own art as weird. Um, th- there's something jarring and, and thought provoking and, um, uh, sometimes dread inducing, but also mm-hmm. like hysteria, like the good kind of like laugh out loud hysteria in, in your collages. And sometimes all of that happens in, in one, in one collage. Yeah. Um, by the way, congratulations. You've been doing it for 2,500 days. I just saw that on, on your Instagram account. Yeah. Holy well, I, I actually, I mean, I, I actually did stop in like October. So I got to 2,502 days. Um, and I can, I can talk about what happened with that, like why, why I stopped. But, um, but yeah, I, I, um, I did it consecutive. I didn't miss a day for 2,502 days, which is kind of crazy. Um, I did it throughout grad school, which was sort of like the gauntlet being thrown to like continue it when you're doing something that's also takes a lot of time and energy. Um, But yeah, like I think to me, collage is a really interesting medium because it sort of picks apart 
all the stuff in the world, like just all the onslaught of media that you're constantly seeing. And for me, collage is kind of a way to make sense of it through my hands. And so um, that's kind of the original intention I set out to do like ages ago. And then it kind of progressed. And like as I I've sort of progressed and developed like as an artist. um, Yeah, I've definitely think that collage is like a method for just like gaining psychic abilities like in the world. (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. I don't. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, I think that it, it is like, um, you know, there's like kind of on the pulse of things, even when I'm using kind of older images and um, vintage magazines, there's like a way that things I see collage just parts fit together in a way that yeah are able to tell a story that is sort of um, imbued with this like inherent language that we constantly see in media or um, you know photography um, or our selfies or our cell phones Um, yeah and so I guess that that was that's kind of evolved over the years and um, over the course of like the last year as I finished grad school um, and continued like the daily practice um I started to sort of become a little bit disillusioned with like the creative practice and just like the like I just started feeling like consistently overwhelmed by the amount of media in a way that was new. Um, and Which I think media in particular, like, I mean, I just all media like social media news. Um, it just it just felt like and like like. I've said it many times, like accelerated capitalism, like it feels like it felt like things were just like accelerating for a long time. And I would, you know, it wasn't just that I could like look at my phone once in a day. It was like I noticed myself like picking it up every few minutes. Um, And so it was like this this kind of like continuous um, taking in of media and collage was like a way of me kind of sorting that out and giving and giving something back to the world. Um, And I guess um, I started realizing just how fatigued I was by it. Um, Mm. And just really like the level in which it in itself became instead of something that was like that meditative space where I could use and move my hands, it became this like thing that I was just trying to fit into this like really busy schedule. Um, And I, and I really like had the urge to pull back and sort of protect that. Um, And it, and like not have my creativity be like a one note, you know what I mean? Like, um, like not just that I am using, like have this one outlet for my creativity to really try and find new ways that I could be creative or new ways that maybe my daily practice could continue outside of like the public sphere. Um, and so, and that was like a really scary shift. Um, are you doing improv still? I'm doing improv, like just kind of like with friends for fun. So I don't really have that, um, outlet as of now, the Chicago scene is like kind of, it's great, but it's also kind of intense. So, um, so yeah, after I finished grad school, I kind of just wanted a break from things. Um, so yeah, I've actually gotten really into cooking, <laughs> which I've always really loved cooking. But to me, that's like something where it's a different way to use my creativity um, and just like trying. Well, it, feel, to- it feels to me like there's there's a connection between the the improv and the collages. Oh, in a totally. Way. Not not a direct connection, but but there's there's something there. But I can't really put my my finger on it. Well, I mean, both of them, you know, like the core principle in improv is yes and. And that's, I think, like how you build any collage, like is you see something and, you know, it's not like you're inherently like yesing every image you see, but like there's something in a part of an image that would catch my eye for whatever reason. And I most of the time couldn't and I still can't articulate it. Um, oh, that's fascinating. I and would then, think of so collage. So it's like you oh, see it, that it, thread. 
I, I think of your collages sometimes as like this, the, the, the yes and thing, but, but maybe the opposite of that sometimes, like the no but. Like you start with all this chaos and you're trying to make sense out of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Or as my therapist would say, yes, like both. <laughs> <laughs> or no both. You know what I mean? So like, can it be both? Like, can it be yes and no? Uh, and yeah. um, so I don't. It I'm, is and, and it isn't. Yeah. And I think that like in, in it, that can change from one day to the next or even like one portion of a collage to the next portion, you know, the next sort of area of a composition. Um, the accelerated capitalism thing uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I think that's that's really coming to the forefront right now. We're, we're finally learning that an economy that's that's predicated on on never-ending GDP growth uh, isn't actually a healthy economy. Yeah. It's yeah. it's extremely vulnerable. Mm-hmm. If your economy collapses when people buy only what they need, as opposed yeah. to what they you know, all of the, the the luxuries and and extravagances, if the, if it collapses when we buy only what we need, then it was never as strong as we pretended it was. And and I think now we're at, we're at a point. And, and so I guess. What I'd like to figure out from you is is you, where do we go from here, and how do how do you how do you use your art to sort of comment on that or illuminate that? I mean, I think you. I think for me as an artist, like it's really important to cause trouble. <laughs> um, mm. And and you know, and I'll just say like I I live in Chicago, and I came to Chicago to go to graduate school to get my master's of fine art. Um, I went to Columbia College, Chicago. I got a full scholarship. I had every intention in becoming a professor and helping the next generation of artists um, kind of talk about these issues and think about ways in which art can change things. And once I got in the system, I realized that I I did, did not like higher education for the arts at all. Um, and in fact, I would, um, I, I taught a couple undergraduate classes and realized that in fact, that is not at all the trajectory that I'm headed down because I think that it's part of the problem. Um, but I do, because I, because of, um, I think that the student loan situation specifically with the arts is quite predatory right now. And I actually think that that will be one of the first, um, aspects of higher ed that collapses. And I think that will happen probably as a result of COVID-19, um, I think so too. I think I think we're really being exposed to this right now. Kids yeah. are, are going to be home for months, and they're like, totally. "Wait, I'm paying sixty thousand dollars to oh, learn yeah. via Zoom. What am I yeah. doing?" Yeah, yeah, and like, and actually, what I ended up doing, which I found myself doing, is like my classes ended up just being like group, like I wouldn't say group therapy, but just like I wanted to like kind of my students to get the most value out of my courses they possibly could because I know that some so like so many of them were paying so much money for them. Um, and so it ended up being much wider scope than just the topic I was teaching. Um, but I couldn't in good conscience, like continue with that career path. So for me, um, one way that I wanted to talk about these changes is really think about artists and the way artists work. And then also think about the future of work in quotation marks and the future of creative work. Um, and to me, um, I began to investigate uh, artificial intelligence and the ways in which um, right now as artists and really everyone is kind of, we have this amazing access to the internet and we can connect and talk to people all over the world, like when we're sitting in our bedroom. Um, but, uh, but then that, that also means that we're competing against so many other people. Right. And we're not only competing against so many other people, but now we're competing against so many other algorithms. Um, and these algorithms yeah, the, are... The algorithm is, 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 has been a theme for you 
Yeah. At, at least over the last few years, for sure. Yeah, totally. So I'm so I'm interested in, to, in trying to figure out ways in which we can harness the, like we can create our own algorithms or we can better understand the algorithms of like large multinational corporations in order to sort of, um, yeah, to not only like amplify our voices, but just basically like have some like somebody some information at the table that like um that can contribute to the discussion so it's not just like the limited number of dudes and a corporate headquarters somewhere you know um so yeah so it's really a process of sort of um talking about that technology and the potential of it um and using that technology as like a medium um so i started using go ahead do you see yourself doing collages uh about this pandemic going forward or about the sort of aftermath of, of the whole thing? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, one thing that I'm interested in doing is I've been using um, like top trending Google search result like images. Um, so I'll look and see like what the trending images for that day are and then use those in collages. Um, so it's a way to sort of like, yeah, to, to sort of begin to distill or pick out threads to stuff that's really contemporary um, and and talk about what's happening in the now. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I don't know how anybody who is alive right now who creates cannot be like fundamentally affected by what's happening on like a cellular level, but then also in the way in which they just anything they put in the world is fundamentally changed. Man, I think that's a great place to end it. Colleen, I appreciate you. <laughs> yeah, of course. Thanks for thanks for thinking of me. I appreciate it.